Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. It's 5.30 a.m. July 5th. Hopefully everyone had a good 4th of July. I'm up bright and early because I'm heading on an adventure. Entering the belly of the beast without quite knowing what's going to happen. I'm going to go pick up Dane Draper, the Dane train, Houdini. And we are going to drive to Highland Home, Alabama. About three and a half hours from Tallahassee, a little bit south of Montgomery, to cover the Keldrick Falk commitment. Now, here's the thing Keldrick Falk, I'm getting in my car right now. Keldrick Falk, the four star top 100 defensive end, hasn't informed anyone of where he's going. No coaching staff knows or maintains they do not know where he's going. But we've talked to our Clemson 24-7 team, our Auburn 24-7 team, our Florida 24-7 team. No one knows. And Florida State's coaching staff, uh, to our belief, does not know. As of late July 4th evening. So, delayed fireworks for Florida State. No fireworks for Florida State. Uh, we're going to find out. Got the rental car, got a Kia Soul. It's beautiful, it's like a tank. It's a big, white, bubbly, giant mess of a car. Uh, and we're going to be riding in style to watch this commitment. You know when you're exiting a parking garage or parking lot and there's those spikes with the warning that say, do not back over or your tires will be punctured? Has anyone ever tried to back up and see what would happen? I feel like it's a vague threat, and it looks good, you know, those spikes, but are they really that sharp? Not gonna lie, I feel super douche in this Kia Soul. Sorry if anyone listening is driving in a Kia Soul right now. I'm not saying that you're super douche, I'm just saying that I feel super douche in this car. Scratch that. Uh, Kia, if you want a sponsor on the bench, uh, your car's not super douchey. It's amazing. Sponsorship, please, on the bench. Dane Train. Oh, I'm so happy I didn't wear my Chili Pepper shirt. <laughs> we would have looked super lame. You want me to drive? I'm okay right now. Are you 21? Yeah, I'm 21. Okay, so you can drive a rental car technically. Uh, this is a, not going to be a surprise. Dane is not wearing shoes as he enters the car. <laughs> have you washed your toes I lately? I have. I started doing that, actually. And he brought the football. I'm going to take a picture for Zach. Are you a morning, per are you a morning person? Not really, but uh -oh. we can work on that. Welcome to, the, welcome to the morning person patrol. I like I'm obnoxious. this early. This is kind of nice. I'm not like that. Dead tired. Feeling good. Alright, we are Alright, alright, alright I got Dane Train here, say hi Dane Hello, hello, Dane Train here <laughs> Dane's still working on getting comfortable Talking, I think, for the podcast <laughs> You guys can tell from the last one But he totally stopped talking for like a minute Oh my god Oh, you did it? 
What? Oh, I thought you were denying it. I'm not, I'm not gonna deny it. Like okay, this. good. You're a good man. You're not gonna deny it. Anyways, we're at Dunkin'. It is. We're gonna grow. This whole trip's gonna be just breaking you in, yeah, phrasing. We're at Dunkin' Donuts right now. Dane's only had one Dunkin' Donuts experience his entire life, and it wasn't good. It was poor. It was poor. I could taste all the sugar in it. It was too sugary. <laughs> it was too sweet. So we're gonna work on that. I don't know. We'll see. We're gonna get our caffeine for this for this trip here as we leave Tallahassee. Coming in with an open mind. All right. What are you looking at? Oh no, I don't know. Don't panic. You don't have I a panic order. Are you a panic order? No. Or are you are you gonna be like? Hey, I'm, can a, I have I'm gonna give me a minute. Uh, can I have a minute, please? Thank you. All right, we got it. Okay, I'll get a lemonade. You're going to get a lemonade? No, <laughs> um, I don't know what any of these words mean. What do you usually like? If I could answer that, I would tell you. I just like in general for coffee. What about like a... Cappuccino, that sounds like nice. Do you want a cold cappuccino or a warm cappuccino? I'd go cold. Cold cappuccino? Yeah. All right. We'll see what that means. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Did you eat breakfast? No. What the hell? I can't eat in the morning. Especially All right. with coffee. It's going to be a bad idea. Oh, boy. I haven't pooped yet this morning. Yeah. We're going to run into an issue if I end up eating stuff. We'll have like to this. stop and poop at some point. Probably. Maybe at a Bucky's. All right. So that's the order. Stay tuned for whether Dane likes his iced cappuccino. It seems like a weird combination to me, but... I don't even know. I didn't know. You could have told me it's what everyone gets. I would have believed you. I don't know. I don't even know what the picture How is it? How what? How is the cappuccino? We're, doing, oh. we're documenting this. Oh, yeah, How's yeah. was the first... Go sip it. Sip it. It's a lot better than the first experience I had. All right. But I don't remember what I got. I wish I remember what I got last time, but it was something really, really sugary, and it was definitely over the top, and it was probably... This is adequate. This just is made by someone who doesn't really care. It doesn't mean better enough. They didn't put love in it like these Dunkin' Donuts employees did. Right. This Dun- is solid. Dunkin' Donuts, if you want to sponsor on the bench, we love you. Get some organic conversation going. Think of some organic conversations. All right, let's think of some things to talk about <laughs> organically. <laughs> oh, I had a dream last night oh, yes. about Chris B. God, go on. We were we were leaving the tuck, and you know how like at the back. Have you ever been inside like for a basketball game, like the back end of the Civic Center? Escalators, and Chris falls down the escalator <laughs> but it's a really wide escalator it's like the length of like a highway so he falls down and the like the, the fsu like sports info staff was in front of him and i like watch it happening chris is, like falling down i can see like blood and stuff oh my god <laughs> and he like falls into the back of the like sports info department and they like stopped him but they were like all really annoyed that he fell into them and meanwhile like i'm like running after chris to try to like save him as he's rolling down stairs and the best part is chris's face like he looked just annoyed that it was happening it was like, <laughs> like, like like as it's happening yeah like, like he was his watch like oh <laughs> this is such a drag it's just getting shredded by this oh, shit. damn it coffee stables like they have on the every dip. sip you get man look at this i don't really want to but like i'm gonna be going in public with this <laughs> i guess so oh fuck me coffee on my penis <laughs> anyway you were saying if you had to turn into an animal oh yeah yeah it wouldn't be an alligator is what i'm saying i mean alligators are gross i feel like and they like eat their own babies and stuff <laughs> well i would think you'd keep your own conscience and stuff oh really but, like i mean the alligators just you can't do a lot you can't like jump you know you can't turn the doorknob and shit like that so what animal would you turn into then? Uh, an animal that could turn a doorknob, probably. I think a, a giant gorilla, probably. <laughs> but you, so most, you just... The but, most humanoid, but like a, a Hulk. Well, then yeah. why would you want to turn into, like, just, you just remain a human then? No, you, you could... Yeah, okay, but... So wait... Wouldn't it be cool to, like, punch through a, a wall and not feel it? I mean, I'm sure the gorilla feels it, it's just not as much. So, so basically what we're talking about is you're keeping your conscious and you're, like, looking for some superhuman element of, like... The benefit of being this animal. Super strength, and you don't have to wear clothes. That's also cool. 
probably be hung if you were a gorilla too. <laughs> I think gorillas have. Like, I mean, just comparatively, I think they all have like micro penis. Really? Yeah, that's no. Weird. They have yeah. Gorillas like, have like, little wee wees. Gigantic gorillas have like four inch things in them. Wow. So like the ratio there is really poor. Oh, that's not that's unfortunate. <laughs> I guess. And they finish in like fifteen seconds too. Yeah. Might as well. No one's more. perfect. <laughs> So like a 30 minute poop warning when we get to Dothan we'll we'll see and check to see if we have to poop alright now that we have now that it's a codependent thing like if you have to we'll stop for you if I have to we'll stop for me but yeah. I feel like that's gonna be a good like we could maximize efficiency that's true I think that's what I'm all about yeah. now the way that we like we're doing this is like I'm trying to time up to give us like an hour and a half window to like if something goes wrong to get there before the ceremony starts at 11 Central time, which all like central eastern time zone change is also making me feel like I've messed something up with the math at some point. But I'd rather get there two hours early than yeah, two minutes late. Yeah. yeah. So we think, what do we think is going to happen as we're driving into this? And right now we're like still two hours away. Like a little crystal ball type. Yeah, like let's do our crystal ball by the hour. So how you did you feel? It's get more likely that we. Well, so, oh, so Florida State between Cedric Falk, or Kel Keldrick Falk, sorry, yeah. and Avery Stewart going 0 for 2 for those two versus getting any. Yeah. What's more likely? Yeah. I mean, I feel that since we've, since I booked the car, booked a hotel. <laughs> you would certainly hope it's more likely. Well, I would certainly hope that, but I also feel like once I did those things, I pretty much jinxed it yeah. for everyone at Florida State's program and fan yeah. base. And all the other it stuff, does. like pre-rides and all this, these things. Yeah, so there's going to be pre-rides in the system that may never see. So right now, I feel awful driving up here. Like, I don't, yeah. I feel like I'm driving to, like, impending doom. Mm -hmm. That's probably what you're filling in your stomach, really. It's not the poop. It's not even the coffee, yeah. It's Dunkin' Donuts. I mean, it can be the poop, but it's more anxious than, uh, than coffee. See, we were just talking about our stomachs and the coffee and stuff, and I think I might have, like, manifested some, uh, uh -oh. some turmoil in there. Uh-oh. We got 30 minutes to go to Dothan. I think we're okay. It's probably in disguise. It's <laughs> good to know. Anyways, how do you feel about Avery Stewart and <laughs> Keldrick Falk? I, I think we need to figure out what the hell's going on with Avery today. <laughs> So we don't... Yeah, because we can just head back after yeah. this. We don't have to stay overnight if we know for sure that's not happening. But Florida State was, like, not relenting on them yesterday either. So that's so that says, like, we're recording this now at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time <laughs> on Tuesday morning driving up. Like, three days ago, we felt great. Retweeting all these fans, talking about his crystal ball and stuff. And then Wilt Fong dropped a Kentucky crystal ball, and yeah, I feel like Kentucky's in a really good spot for him based on some sources I talked to uh, on on the evening of Fourth of July. So there's fireworks going on outside, like legitimately, like starting up. It was like seven o'clock, and I'm talking to people and like, oh, uh, Avery Stewart is slipping for us. So we'll see what happens there. Geldrick Falk is the big one, though, because that's, like, what we're driving up here for. Like, to me, like, that's the main... I wouldn't drive to go cover yeah. Avery Stewart, not a knock on him. That top 200, defensive back, solid. A top 100, top 80 defensive end. Like, that, yeah. that you know, that's worth the price for the mission. Yeah, so as we're driving up to this, like, there's... We're still in the dark. Uh, I, well, I there's more optimism for Falk, and that's fun. Well, there's optimism for him because there's not negativity. No <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the only optimism that we're speaking of right. is we don't have negativity about it. But yeah, when I start off the podcast or the drive for this podcast, I don't know what we want to call it. It's like an audio blog, an og, <laughs> an og, an a-log. Mm -hmm. uh, there was some optimism of like Florida State felt okay about it, but they didn't know. Auburn didn't know. Clemson didn't know. And at, and yet an hour and a half, two hours into this journey, that's still the case. So we'll do an update after we do our Dothan poop. Sweet home Alabama, but I'm coming home to you. Is that how it goes? <laughs> this is circa 20, 2018. It's Willie Taggart's first recruiting cycle. 
and James Foster is a four-star prospect out of Montgomery, Alabama, and someone who like is considered like a building block for the class potentially if FSU gets him. We had like the official visit ended with Walt Bell hugging James Foster's mom and then like turning around and giving like all the media members like a wink, like it's in the bag. And FSU felt, FSU felt, uh, that was a great era. FSU felt really good about it. So we decided while Chris and Josh handled recruiting stuff on signing day to send me up there for the, uh, that it was worth the gamble to send me up there and to see what happens. And like that likely was going to commit to Florida State and sign with the Seminoles. So we drove up, I drove up to Montgomery, Alabama, a little south of it, like Ufala. Uh, which is about an hour south, but I drove you know about two and a half hours the night before, staying in the hotel, and then I was going to drive the rest of the way in the morning. And I started driving in the morning about 6.30, 7 o'clock. It was an early morning ceremony. And when I went to bed the night before, like we were still here in Florida State, it felt really good for him. Well, I'm about like 20 minutes outside of Montgomery, so I've been driving like another hour, getting further and further away from Tallahassee. And I got a text from one of my buddies who was just on the message board. It was like, hey are you still driving up to Montgomery? James Foster isn't committing anymore. And I was like, what do you mean? It's like, he's going to A&M. Like they expect him to go to A&M fully at this point. I'm like, where are you hearing that? He's like, oh, Chris posted it on the message board. <laughs> oh my God. And so I went and pulled it up. I was like at a McDonald's, like getting coffee. And I pulled up the message board. He posted it like 20 to 30 minutes beforehand. No one, and like they'd conceded, like Florida had conceded him in the morning. No one had called or thought to call me or tell me. So I'd driven for 30 minutes already that morning. God knows how much further I was going to keep driving until someone told me. So I was livid with Chris. Because that's an extra, you know, figure like 30 minutes of driving doesn't sound like a lot, but 30 minutes one way, I have to go 30 minutes back. And I could have gotten home in time to go cover the press conference. This all ends with Chris getting mad at me somehow because I was mad at him for not telling me. So that's how the story goes. So then I pushed him down an escalator. <laughs> yeah. So, what was I talking about? That you had a similar experience. Okay, yeah, so I've had one other experience. <laughs> I, the only experience I've had going to, like, a recruits commitment ceremony thing was this past cycle with Tyree West. And that was really cool. Like, that was a very intense experience, I guess. And that didn't end up going in our favor either, but, like... <laughs> Uh, so it, it did not. This is, yeah. The, that, that was a foreshadowing of the, the rest of that day yeah. of things to come, unfortunately. I'm hoping it's not foreshadowing what's going to happen today. Shut your mouth. Tomorrow, maybe. But, Shut your mouth. Uh, we will see. But, yeah, I was, like, following the coaches around and stuff. Like, I was the only media member there to cover it. And it started at one school and ended at another, like, across <laughs> town. So the coaches were, like, leading me there and stuff. The D-line coach. Because it was, like, at his middle West, school, right, West, initially? Uh, yeah, it was at his middle school that he, that, like, he didn't even talk. Like, his coach talked for him and said, like, we're thankful for y'all and stuff. It was cool. It was, like, cute. And I'm also viewing this guy as, like, a dude who's about to, like, change this class and stuff. Or, like, make a big impact on the class. He was rated as, like, the 89th overall player in the country or something. And, um... Yeah, so you're completely fine with the whole, like, chasing him around thing. Because you're like, oh, yeah, this guy's going to go to was, Florida State. It was cool. And it was my first experience like this. I thought it was sick. I felt like Jason Bourne. <laughs> and, like, the D-line coach didn't even know where he was going, or he told me that at least. He was asking me where he thinks he's going. I was telling him I thought it was Florida State because that's what we all thought until it wasn't pretty much. What did you do when you saw that it was Tennessee? You pull out a hat? What did he do? <laughs> well, he pulled both hats out. He showed, like, his two contestants or whatever, you know, the two contenders. And the Tennessee hat was, like, way cooler. Uh-oh. <laughs> and it was new and, like, nice. And then I didn't... I didn't buy into that much. Like, I don't know. I guess I'm new to this shit, this stuff. Whoa, Dane. Uh, kid but, show. Um, but I don't know. I remember posting that on Twitter, though. And, like, all, <laughs> all my mentions were, like, he's Tennessee, all Tennessee. The hats, you know, the hats are saying Tennessee, blah, blah, blah. And I thought that was garbage. But, um, well, kind of my first indicator, I thought, was when we were at the middle school now. We finally get there. And he's sitting down, and his little sister, who, like, has his little, like, 10-year-old sister, whatever, has this, um, like, light orange and white lollipop 
Uh oh. And I thought that. Oh no. I was like, oh god, it's gonna be Tennessee. Oh, I just, no. I fully mentally prepared myself for Tennessee because I'm, I was filming it and I was keeping my arms so steady. I'm still impressed to this day how steady I kept that thing. I kept that camera. Like, yeah, no, that was. I'm proud of myself for that. <laughs> but he said Tennessee, and I didn't change at all. And then, like, I kind of came down afterward, and I kind of processed how much that sucked. And as I was processing that, I was driving back, and I was listening to y'all's, you know. Live uh, the live thing. show or whatever yeah. yeah and y'all like Travis Hunter stuff was starting to happen <laughs> and it, it was a it was a like a plateau like it was a quick fall off <laughs> my mood it was exhilarating and then it was really depressing that <laughs> was the day yeah it was a moment in time as Ingram Smith would say <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah that reminds me so as we're going up here so Highland Home Alabama is really kind of a small town I did like a quick Yelp, like to look at like lunch places for us afterwards. Hit up like a Sunny's barbecue. Or something. I mean, I think that's like ambitious. There was like a sub, <laughs> there was like a Subway, but there was one like, like home cooked kind of like Southern food place that looked really good and got and good reviews. Something local, I don't make it. Have to need it. But if there's, stuff. yeah, what was the, apparently fried chicken here is amazing at this oh, place. Man. But if there's only one or two restaurants, like maybe everyone in this family's gonna like going there beforehand if we get there early enough for breakfast Odds are better, yeah. and we'll see like what kind of colors they're wearing are they wearing floor do you have to poop yeah. oh damn it's hitting me hard <laughs> alright we're gonna stop recording so we can focus on getting a dothan and dropping this dropping this deuce if you will kid show yeah they got a Fazoli's here that's amazing you've never been You Tallahassee's never had a Fazoli's or they've had to have a Fazoli's right I don't know I mean you don't know if you don't, if you it know, you like know. A pizza place. It I'm is. Not it's a big like a pizza person. Uh, what? It's like a fast food Italian place. So it's like very mediocre, but like you get mediocre it's Italian like food Caesars in a drive-thru. Drive no, it's better than Little Caesars. Really? But like to get like just to think like you can get like mediocre Italian food drive-thru. Like where else is that gonna happen? Okay, like Olive Garden, you have to go wait. And it's an Italian name doesn't mean you can call it Italian food. I feel like I'm Italian. I can oh. I can claim it. For myself, I can't tell you what and what. Is right, it's my it's my reality, Dave. All right, let's find this Chick Fil A so we can finally get the poop talk over with. I think once this happens, we'll be much more focused oh. on the rest of this trip. Please don't make that noise. I'm sorry, it, it is pain though. <laughs> Dealing with a lot. I'm multitasking and I'm just sitting here. You know what? There. I got a feeling that we passed the Chick Fil A because this is looking sketchier. Like we're getting further away from where Chick Fil A would be. I mean. What are the odds you pass two checkers before you pass one Chick-fil-A, you know? Do you feel better? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think my ass are bleeding. Alright, we yeah. Alright, what do we think of the bathroom situation at Chick-fil-A? Uh, we should never speak of that, ever. Did someone really come out disturbed after I was in there? <laughs> someone definitely did. An older gentleman went in with, like, a an eager face to relieve himself and, and came out looking like he saw a ghost honestly red face mouth still kind of open eyes like wide open chick-fil-a i'm sorry for what we did to your dothan location it was a dane and brendan tag team back to back he's gonna need therapy i can hear you very well man come on zach get together whoa Zach, can we get a crystal ball for you right now? Uh, I'm gonna go Jackson State. Oh, that's, oh, a, wow. that's a heater. <laughs> That'll go over. Coming well. off the top rope there. Uh-huh. Too soon. No one knows anything. We're two and a half hours out from the commitment. No, three and a half. No way. Two and a half. You never sent it? No, call him. Oh, what just happened? I'll say Christopher. No, call him Christian because that's his name. We're going <laughs> to workshop this text message together. Okay, hi, Christian. Hey, Christian. This is Dane Draper. This is Dane Draper with Channel 6 News. Knowles 24. Knowles 24 7 with 24-7 Sports and CBS Sports Network. No, that's too complicated. Dull it down a little bit. I cover recruiting for. <laughs> oh know. my god. Just send the text message. <laughs> 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 
thought into the text. <laughs> I know, like the Stan Draper with Fox News or some crazy shit. What do you mean? Just write Knowles 24-7. What's happening? Oh my god. I'm kind of just looking around. It's kind of pretty over here. You like it? You want to move to Alabama? No. We can cover Troy for 24-7. Sounds like it. Crazy I'm, I'm considering... That's a decent program right now, no? I mean, like, I think they're doing well. I don't know. Are they? I feel like every few years they win like eight or nine games. I think Bud is pretty high on them. Ah, okay. You know, I'm currently running a dynasty on NCAA 14 of Troy, and year two looks like it might be the year. I'm ranked number six nationally, just beat South Carolina on the road. Uh, we're about nine games into the season. Program changing win. I mean, the beating number one Alabama early in the year is really kind of what what did it and put you over the plateau. But when you run that air raid Zach, offense like I do. Zach said Corey Bender texted him. What did Corey say? Saying he thought it was UF and FSU. So everyone thinks FSU's everyone thinks the common. them and FSU. That's a, that's a good thing. I, I think that is good for us. What if every time I – it went away again. What if every time I have to redo this, it's like sending a new message? <laughs> so it's just like a slightly edited version of Why haven't you sent the text message like yet? Dane, it's been like five minutes. We're trying it's to get in touch. Oh, my God. Hey, Christian. <laughs> all right, we're here in the – I keep saying all right every time I start recording. Dane doesn't like it. All right, we're here at the Highland Home Gymnasium. Not entirely sure what's going to go down, how this is going to happen, but everyone's been very hospitable to us so far. Uh, Dane and I shot a little bit of hoops before the Keldrick Fault commitment. Dane, how'd I do? Were you impressed? You I was. Yeah, you have uh, a nice jumper, Brendan. Brendan, showing off his athleticism. Oh! First try. <laughs> I didn't get it, but he got it two out of two. This dude deserves a scholarship. It hasn't been. Oh, wait, I didn't get that one either. I don't think I got that one either. Oh, dude, this dude is, he's on a streak. Thank you. I play basketball like how a five foot eight white guy who can't move should play basketball, to be honest. That's exactly how you should play. Thank you. Yeah, I think I played it right. Um, so, so far, it's really cool here. Like, there's a giant fighter jet outside of... Uh, the school it's a very small community like i knew it was going to be small but smaller than i even thought um and they take pride in that here too like talking to some of the coaches ahead of time and we'll have their interviews on uh this podcast later if keldrick does commit to florida state and hopefully he does so um so yeah it's been cool uh there's a world war ii like tied to this town too like there was probably like hundreds of people in this small little area that went and served america in world war ii which is really cool uh, including, those and uh, yeah, they have a cool memorial outside the school as well, underneath the fighter jet. Uh, the name of the high school uh, mascot here is the Flying Squadron. Uh, so close ties to, to World War II and to fighter jets, and and that, so that's been, been neat. Yeah, Dane's pointing out they have the Flying Squadron written down all over the place here in the gym. Um, what did I want to include? Oh. Keldrick's great uncle apparently uh, served in World War II. Uh, his name's out on the memorial too, as well. Um, so that's pretty cool. What else do we want to add before uh, this gets underway? Um, it was more of his family too. I think it was multiple people that were related. There were multiple folks. I would imagine it's a fairly small area. Yeah. All right. So how are we feeling? Are we are we nervous? Are we excited? Definitely pretty anxious, honestly. Yeah. God, there's a, there's a fly. There's a fly. It's attacking it's Dane. Oh my omen. God. No, that's a good omen. It is? It's no, a good omen, yeah. It's probably not. It's probably not. Dude, we've seen some messed up stuff on this on the way up here, so hopefully this works out well. Uh, we're going to have the commitment ceremony. Uh, we're going to have a reaction after, and pray for us guys that this works out well, and Dane and I just didn't waste six hours of our day. Yep. Not that you guys would care.
Florida State. I'm so excited that we didn't waste our time. This is crazy. since COVID started. So uh, we've been building that relationship constantly. And, you know, now that I'm committed and you know, ready to pursue my dream as a know, but you know, this is uh it's real, it's real great. When did you know? Um, I knew last night, you know, it's you know, quick decision, but you know, after taking a couple days off, I couldn't get my mind off of it. I think that's what God's leading me to. And, um, that's why I'm, I'm going to be So you made your decision last night? Yeah, I was, you know, back and forth between uh, Florida State and another school, but this is where I, this is where I feel like home is. You mentioned home. What is it you want to say to the home folk here? I mean, coming from Holly Home School, what, what did you want to say to the coaching staff and just everybody here? Because they're all a part of that family. I mean, just thank you, for real. Y'all, they've been a big part in my recruitment and, you know, without them, I don't think I'd be where I'm at now. You know, um, Coach Pouncey coming into my life and Coach Mitchell, all the other coaches, Coach Cope and Jose, my D-line coach, I mean, you know, all those people just play a big role in here, you know, developing me to be the best person I can be. For hundreds of people to show up today, middle of summer, a lot of people are traveling. They came here to see you. I guess what does that mean for the community to support you this way? You know, you know, everybody has my back, so you know, it's good to know that. You know, we're gonna have a lot of people that don't like my decisions, people that like it, you know, people that don't like it but want to see it. And uh, I feel like these people, they came today. They want, they want to support me in my decision, support me my through my whole college and hopefully NFL career. What was your uh, what was your last conversations with, with Coach Norvell or Coach JP or whoever you were talking to, maybe when you committed to them or anything like that? What were those conversations like and how did they react? You know, it was it was um, the conversations were, you know, just as usual. They said they wanna recruit me no different. They were gonna keep it all the same. You know, because we never talk about ball. Every time they call or every time I call, it's always to see how they doing or how I'm doing, you know, see how their week been going. And, you know, we've just been keeping that steady pace, like as they've been recruiting me from the beginning. Is that who you're on FaceTime with? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Last but not least, what is it that you want to say about a small school? I mean, you know, to, to the other kids and those persons that are going to follow you when they have a dream, big dream. Chase it, man. I'll never give up on a dream. I'm from a small town, you know, grew up in a single parent household. You know, see what I did. 
do it too. <laughs> hey, real quick, here's Highland home football coach Will Pouncey. What stands out to you about his game? What makes him special? Oh, uh, well, just like on the field uh, type deal, just his length, his strength, you know, uh, his explosion from the hips. He, he gets off the ball well. Uh, like I said, I've been doing a lot of interviews and kind of just what's makes him special is how versatile he is. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he, he's probably his highest potential to get it, you know, at the next, next level is, uh, you know, coming off the edge as a, as a pass rusher. But, but he's also, I mean, he works on any flaws, if there is any flaws in his game. Is it, he, he's going to play the run. He can take on a pulling guard. He can shut down the run. But, you know, I think his highest potential was uh, definitely being a pass rusher at the next level. That length to be six foot five and as athletic as he is, I guess how rare is, is that? And you've seen your coaching career, that kind of physicality. <laughs> yeah, well, I haven't, I definitely haven't had it on my team in my coaching <laughs> career other than him. Uh, but like I said, just his length and, you know, his, his get off yeah, and how yeah. he's able How's to bench press, uh, you know, uh, an offensive tackle off the ball and, and you know, stymie it there. Uh, definitely been special. And his athleticism, like the head basketball coach just walked by, you know, he, he goes out on the basketball court and averages 20 and 15, you know. So, of course, he, he's just a, a well-rounded athlete, you know, just uh, very coordinated. You know, he's not one of these tall guys that don't have control of their body. Because, mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, just his fundamentals and techniques in the weight room, you know, you can tell that, you know, he can – he's definitely already grown into his body with his coordination. The, the pass rush skills that you talked about, like that being his potential of where he can be, I guess, where is he in that part of his development? And I guess how much further can he continue to still go there? Oh, well, like I said, if there's anything that, like I said, he studies himself. And if there's anything that he thinks he can improve on, he's going to improve on. And, mm -hmm. I, you know, I've said the quote a million times, uh, you know, throughout these last couple of years, Keldrick's going to make millions of dollars one day, whether he plays football or not. Because mm -hmm. the way he approaches anything in this life is the way he approaches everything. So, like I said, he's going to make sure he does everything to the top notch ability. So and uh, that's what makes him special, special human being. We don't we don't have that much on this earth anymore. What personality-wise, what is he like? From the uh, we've only talked to him once or twice. We don't know him outside of this brief context. Like I said, uh, and I know there's a lot of positives coming my mouth right <laughs> now about, about Keldrick, but uh, but it, it's, it's true. He's one of the best kids, most mature kids I've ever coached. Uh, if he's not the most mature kid I've ever coached, of course his teammates love him. Y'all see that today. Every one of them that's you know, of course, some of them might be on uh, vacation, but uh, this gym is going to be flooded with people around Howl at Home and his teammates, people who just love him. Uh, he's never been too good to talk to anybody. You know, of course, he's got this uh, national attention, you know, for uh, for years now. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, and every coach that comes down there, whether it's a group of five school or, or you know, uh, or even a smaller college than that, you know, if he sees them walking through, like, he stops and he talks to those coaches. Mm -hmm. Like, he don't put, you know, Coach Saban's come through here, Coach Heifel's come through here. You know, of course, he's met every head coach, Coach Norvell, Coach, you know, uh, uh, you name it, Sweeney, uh, mm -hmm. Napier, all them been sitting in their office, but he treats, you know, these guys that are that are at these smaller colleges with the same amount of respect mm -hmm. that he has, uh, you know, for these big name guys who are making ten million dollars a year, mm -hmm. and uh, you know that's a special quality in him. Mm -hmm. So, and another thing, uh, personality-wise, is if you don't get, especially this day and age, is I, I have never heard one time Keldrick mention anything about an NIL. Cool. So he's making calculated. Uh, he knows the money will come. He's worried about getting an education and going where he's supposed to go. Uh, he ain't worried about upfront NIL money. He's looking for long-term uh, career, career mm -hmm. money, and uh, to be stable uh, financially for life. So he ain't going to be bought. So he's doing it the right way. But he's a he's just good, uh, good young man who who we're extremely proud of. Uh, last question I had for you is: uh, Do you remember the first time you realized Keldrick was special like that? He was going to be <laughs> the, the first moment. Yes, yes, I did. Uh, it was actually well, of course, he was always you know the tallest kid around. Uh, so I had him actually when I was doing elementary PE here. He was in sixth grade, and of course, you know, he was the, the alpha dog out there, uh, you know, on the basketball courts in elementary uh, PE. But then we went on to seventh grade, and uh, and he actually had the option. He could still play Pee Wee football here, uh, but he decided to come up to JV. Of course, he was ready to come up to JV. Well, we pulled him on up to varsity that year, and I was just a defense coordinator then. And, and uh, we put him in, you know, we was well, going to just throw him straight to the Wolves, you know, him being so young. But we had a game, we were tied here with uh, Geneva County out of Hartford, Alabama. And uh, we put Kale in on a, on a pass rush. And, and, you know, the game was like 45 to 45, high score and affair. And late in the fourth quarter, and Kale got a strip sack. And we scooped and scored off of that. And him just making that play as a seventh grader, uh, I'll never forget that. And then we, we, we knew we had something special then. And here's Highland Home head basketball coach for the boys and girls teams, as well as the offensive coordinator, Johnny Mitchell. Obviously, he's a defensive player, but to move him around on offense, yeah. I guess what kind of weapon does he you know, well, that side you of the know, ball? There's not many teams you play that's going to have a guy 
his size with his athleticism. So, mm-hmm. you know, we try to take advantage of, of that wherever we can get a mismatch. If we, you know, if we, we'll put him at tight end and throw the ball to him or use him to help us, uh, you know, block on the edge there. We'll split him out and throw the ball to him. Like I said, in short yardage situations, we put him at quarterback some and, mm-hmm. and have him hand it off or, or keep it. And, and we may do some other things with him this year. Yeah, versatile and eager, you know. Cool. You can't do that with somebody who, uh, I don't know, you know. He, uh, he he wants to win. There was a time last year during what was the year before COVID, the year before, mm-hmm. where we were out a lot of guys. You know, every week we'd have six to eight guys out. And he came to me and said, Coach, I'll play. I'll move the offensive line if I need to to help us, you know. And uh, I, I said, well, maybe something we have to look at. Now, we never did have to use him there, but it doesn't matter to him. He just wants to win, you know. Mm-hmm. So. What was the first time you had the idea of moving him over to – Two offense, and I guess like how how early on did you well, guys you know, realize that he we're, could? We're help? a small school, mm-hmm. and so I think as soon as we get them into high school, okay. we start thinking, hey, what could they play on each side of the ball? Sure. Now he was he was able. I don't know if Coach told you a story. He, he was able to help us on defense as a seventh grader. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we started the year one and three, I think, and we're playing our fifth game, which is always a like a non-region game, and it was back and forth, and we couldn't stop anybody, and. I was like, hey, let's just put Kill in and let him rush the quarterback, you know. And uh, he had a strip sack uh, that basically ended the game as, you know, fifth game of a seventh grade year. <laughs> and from then on, he hadn't been out, I don't think. So, you know. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're the hoops, that hoops coach? Yeah, I'm play, the boys plays, basketball coach. Yeah. He plays basketball hey, too? Oh, yeah, very well. How good is he? Yeah, what's that like having him on that? Uh, I'll, on I'll tell you this, okay, it's not just my opinion. I'm, I'm 95% sure if he played an entire basketball season this year, and I don't know what he's going to do, he may leave early. Uh, but if he did, he would. I'm 95% sure he would be the two-way player of the year in the state of Alabama. That's mm-hmm. how good a basketball player wow. he is. I'm also sure enough to say that if he had focused on basketball instead of football, he would be a Division One basketball player. Now, that, that type of athlete? Yeah, he's that good. Uh, now, uh, Alabama, Georgia, Florida State, Florida, Auburn, they're not all hot and heavy about a 6'6 post guy to play basketball the way they are about a defensive end like that, you know. But uh, but he would play some level of D1. He's that good athlete. He's that that hard a worker, too. Okay. He doesn't just have – he's not just a good athlete, and he's a really good one. Mm -hmm. But – He's the hardest working kid we got. And I know everybody tells you that, oh, you know, whatever. But he's changed our athletic program, not just because of his talent, but because of his work ethic and his leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, he's done as much as anybody to flip things here just because, hey, I'm the, the – when your best player is your hardest worker and your best leader, and every, good- you know, it just, you know – I can't say enough good things about it. Well, that's that's what I was gonna. My final question. It seems super obvious that you guys talking about Keldrick, like that you're legitimately excited for today. And, we are. And we're gonna like we just, are. just to care about him and see the way he's like grown and developed and just when, why is this a cool moment? When you have a small school like we do, small community. You know, we don't have any red lights. You know, <laughs> we, this is not really it's not an incorporated town. Mm-hmm. We're a rural school and community where everybody knows everybody we know every kid's name when they come up you know i had him in seventh grade history and and all this and to see a kid uh who does things the right way Mm -hmm. who's always put the right things first come through and be successful it's not just big for him and his family or football it's big for this whole community and Mm -hmm. this whole school so yeah we're, we're excited about seeing a kid do it the right way and get to live his dream and and uh you know, just what he's done for all the other kids mm-hmm. to give them opportunity, uh, you know, to be seen and, and be and for our community to be heard. People now, you know, five years ago, <clears throat> where where's that at, you know? And now still some of that, but still we get, oh, that's where, you know, y'all y'all been winning, you know, you got that, you know. So, yeah, it's, it's big, and we're excited for him, uh, not just because of the event, because of who he is, you know, just, just he's a great kid. We're excited for the day. Go ahead, I was going to say, how has he, like, grown from that, from when seventh grade, when he was beginning to be this guy, all the way to now, like, physically grown in that process and also well, mentally and his leadership? Physically, story. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he, he works really hard in, in the weight room, uh, conditioning, those kind of things. So he's he's getting 
the most out of his ability. He works on his skill development. You know, you, you probably go down the field right now and see one of those stand-up dummies sitting out on the field. It's probably because he was here working uh, over the weekend. You know, he's just he's gonna he's gonna put his time and his work in. But uh, as a leader, I, I've been coaching 28 years, and the biggest difference between now and when I started coaching is there's not as many kids that are willing to lead their teammates, to call them out positively or negative and, and lead stuff. And he's one of one of those guys. Uh, you know, I've had football and basketball games where we didn't play well in the first half, and we didn't have to say much. You know, we make a, a, adjustments, but Keldrick, you know, would get the team, you know, on the right page. So he's grown as a, as a leader. He's just always had uh, – that maturity beyond, you know, his youth uh, to, to be a little bit more mature than the folks around him, uh, and 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 there's something that they, some of them that they look up to. Even when he's a ninth and tenth grade, those older guys, they still look up to him. You know, it's mm -hmm. uh, kind of the leader of things. So he's he's grown into that, and uh, you know, I I think it's going to serve him well. Uh, I think he'll be prepared as a college freshman way more than I was for sure. Way more than a lot of people are because he's got that maturity about mm -hmm. him, you know. Dane, come over here. Come, come, come. All right. Let's let's take a second to decompress. We're finishing up writing here. Yeah, we're doing a podcast. Yeah. We're still doing the podcast. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about everything that just happened in the last hour? It is hectic and chaotic, and the podcast only uh, adds to that in an inappropriate way. Okay. In an inappropriate way. In a in appropriate way, Correct, yeah. not inappropriate. Correct. This is appropriate what we're doing. This is. All right. So, to to fill you guys in, uh, we had a little bit of an indication about like maybe 20, 30 minutes before Zach had some scoop that he thought it was going to be Florida State. Mm -hmm. uh, Keldrick may have indicated that to him, but we didn't know for sure. Even then, he like he didn't say oh, it's one hundred percent going to be. No one here knew what was going to happen. Um, holy shit! We didn't waste our time. No, we did not waste our time. That was very exciting. We learned a lot about Keldrick. He's a really intriguing kid. He's someone everyone here loves. Um, they talked more in depth about that. It didn't seem like just something they were saying. Like, dude is a dude is a leader. Has been for a real long time. Has been like an impact player on the varsity teams in seventh grade. Like, <laughs> kid's a beast. The, so. the way the community showed up for him today. This is a small like. That's not even a town. It's an unincorporated town, I guess, um, of Highland Home. It's very small. It's about it's like an intersection with a school. It's an intersection of like. And there's not a red light. There's so not a red not light. <laughs> there's not. It can't even be an intersection. There's not even a red light in this area. Um, but the love of like this community of about fifteen hundred people, like uh, about like a a fifth of the community showed up here. Uh, maybe a little bit less than that today to to see Keldrick, and that's with people on vacation for Fourth of July. But like. Uh, this little gymnasium, gymnasium was like filled with people who were excited to see this uh, commitment, which I think says a lot about him as a as a young man. Like everyone was gushing about him, and there was and, a lot of emotion too. Like mm -hmm. not just people showing up, but people being emotionally invested in this and like genuinely happy and excited for the guy. For sure. Uh, now that he's committed, I feel like we can like break down. Maybe we should do a more thorough like on the bench later on. Uh, this is more about our, our journey and with uh, Chris and Zach traveling. Like, we'll have to have everyone together to talk about this commitment. But just real quick, Dane, like, the idea of getting a top 100 prospect in this class, another guy in the trenches, it is, what does this mean for Florida State? I think it's a big deal. I mean, he's your top target at that position. It's a valuable position. It's one that FSU should be recruiting well, and it appears they are. I think if you miss on a guy like that, it's a, it's a pretty big deal. So it's great that they didn't, but it's, it's great that they got him. Big time, big time. So Dane and I are going to go find some lunch here in Alabama. We're hungry. We want some legit southern food, some local cuisine. So we're going to go try to uh, clog our arteries with something fried, I think, is the is the play. And then um, I guess we'll figure out what, what's next on this adventure. Where are we at right now, Dane? I think it's called It's a Good Time. I don't know, but it is a good time. <laughs> so Dane's saying that with a mouth full of mashed potatoes. Uh, we went to the local uh, local buffet in town we got some amazing looking fried chicken a big plate of mashed potatoes and gravy i did a little bit of meatloaf and some collard greens dane your, your, your plate's very bland there i know honestly the bread is kind of just to like supplement the plate i don't know probably not gonna eat that but i might go have to get more it's kind of what I'm with right now. follow up for more details later <laughs> oh 
Dane, Dane, Dane. What? <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was pretty good. What would you give the fried chicken on a scale of one to ten? An eight, you know. For for a buffet style fried chicken? Yeah. Hell yeah. It was really good for that. The seasoning was great. Do you need me to unlock the door for you? There you go. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I was kind of hyping it up in my head a little bit too much, I think. It looked better it than it. So like. It looked amazing. Yeah. Right. It did look a little bit better than it was, but it was it was pretty good. Yeah. Definitely can't complain. All right, so this was the. It don't matter. That's what it was. Yeah. It don't matter. What did we say it was? It's a good time. <laughs> yeah. So, it's a good time and chill. Also, don't matter. Yo, man, they're hating on they're hating on the intro song on the message board right now. Oh, that's a lie. I'll let that slide. Are you okay with it? I'm okay with them hating on it. <laughs> uh, all right, Dan, you can walk home. <laughs> all righty. I think we end the podcast. Like, I think. I think this is it. This was a good day. Mm-hmm. Maybe um, like a part two. Or... Maybe maybe we will do a part two tomorrow, depending on what happens with our adventures back home. All right. So for on the bench, I'm Brendan Sinone. This has been Dan. Oh God, sticking to landing. Yeah. This has been Dane Draper. Uh, thank you for listening to our shenanigans and our uh, our travels. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.